Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode number 60 of the Website Coach Podcast. And this week, I want to talk to you about website navigation. Now, before you turn off thinking this is the most dull sounding subject, please do bear with me. It's one of those topics that no one really talks about, but actually, it's super important. You see, if you just leave visitors to your website to wander, who knows where they'll go? Unlike a trip to Ikea, If visitors find themselves in a place which doesn't interest them and they can't find what they're looking for, they'll just leave without taking whichever action you want them to take. And given you, and indeed them, have gone to the effort of getting to your website, that really is a shame. One potential client lost, all because they got, well, lost. You might think I'm exaggerating, but it's one of the key reasons website conversions can be low. And of course, therefore, it's one of the easiest things to fix and improve your website conversions. And to me, there are a couple of elements to this. You've got the client who wants to find something specific, but can't. And then you've also got the client who was left to their own devices, but leaves without doing what you want them to do. And let's think about each of them. So first of all, the client who wants to find something specific but can't. I think we've all been in this position. I know I certainly have been. We want to know something, but we can't find it. It might be there, in which case it's not obvious, or the issue might be it's just not there. So it might be something like contact details. I'm a big fan of putting your contact details on a separate contact page and then including this page on the top right of the menu on every page. Because we want clients to contact us if they need to before they buy. It can help to get into a dialogue with them. And they expect it to be at that top right hand position. It's also a sign of trust. I won't buy from any online store that does not display their contact details. It doesn't matter how great their clothes look, or how cheap they are. Even my teens have been trained, or maybe bludgeoned over the head, um, you don't buy if you can't easily see contact details. Now, if you're providing a service that's online, it doesn't necessarily have to be a full address, but I certainly want to be able to get into contact with a real human being. So at the very least, it would be the email details. A friend was telling me just yesterday that she'd been trying to book something online having been told by the owner that they could book online. And after she'd been searching for the booking link for way longer than she wanted to, guess what? She gave up and she went elsewhere. Now that business lost a client because they made her search around. It happens really frequently, more frequently than you probably think. And it's bonkers. There's nothing more annoying than not being able to find what you want. And customers aren't always patient. 
If they can't easily find what they want, at best they'll be frustrated, which is not the best way to start a relationship. And at worst, they will leave without buying, contacting you, finding out about whatever it is that you do. We're all busy. Your potential clients are busy. They don't have the time to enjoy the experience and have a mooch around your website. I don't know about you, but I spend enough time searching for things around the house. Glasses, socks, mobile phones. You need to make it easy for website visitors to do what they want to do and when you want them to do it too. Businesses often focus on the aesthetics of a website. How your website looks is important, but usability is much more important. Website designers often refer to this as UX design, user experience. It's crucial to the success of your website. So let's talk next about the client who's left to do that to their own devices, but leaves without doing what you want them to do. So I want to tell you a story. (laughs) I've been to LA twice. The first time it was okay. We pitched up, we stayed in a lovely hotel, nice and central. We went to see the sites, things like Rodeo Drive, the Walk of Fame, Venice Beach, etc. And it was fine, but to be honest, We didn't know really what the fuss was all about, about LA. It wasn't really for us, I think we thought. The second time we went was amazing. We stayed with a very good friend who had moved there and she took us to see the sites. But the difference is she knew exactly where to find the stars on the Walk of Fame that we would love without having to read all the names of people we've never heard of. She took us to this amazing Italian restaurant on Venice Beach, pointing out loads of interesting stuff on the way. We did a lot of people watching. (laughs) And she gave us a tour of Beverly Hills, telling us where the famous people lived and some stories about them too. And when we got home from that second trip, we raved about LA. You've no doubt had a similar experience, not necessarily with LA, But the left-to-your-own-devices mooch versus the one that gives you exactly what you want to see. And there is a difference. Now, you might think that your website is not LA. There's not a lot to see on your website. But you really want to try to create that similar guided tour. You want to take visitors through what they need to know. You want to impress them with stories that show how you help people just like them, who are looking for whatever it is you provide. And you want them to think, this is exactly what I need, leading them to take the next logical step in working with you, which is going to be obvious, of course, because we're not sending them on a hunt to do this. How do you do this? Well, first of all, and most importantly, you need to understand your target audience. You need to understand what they're looking for and what information they need, that journey they need to go on. And it might be different for different potential clients. So for me as a website designer, I work with both startups and people who are established in business. So clients who are starting out and on their very first website will need different information to clients who've been in business a while and looking to up-level their business. 
the message and the information they need is different. If I made them all wade through the same information, some of them would get bored. Some of them would get overwhelmed and confused. And guess what? They're much more likely to leave before getting to the call to action. Or they wouldn't have the information they need to take that step that I want them to take. So you might need to send them to different services or different services pages. If that's the case, you need to guide them there. Use the home page as a signpost to send them the right way to begin with. And when they're on their different paths, you can tell them different success stories and share different testimonials. So, for example, if I was looking for a coach to help me move my business to the next level, then stories of startups are not relevant to me. They might be interesting if I've got the time, but I probably haven't. They're not relevant and they're not going to sell me on taking that next step. And ultimately, the paths might end up in the same place, but the paths are different to get there. While we're on the subject of website navigation, I want to talk about navigation menus. Because of course, you can also use the menu at the top of the page to guide visitors. So while there might be other ways of signposting your business, for example, using your home page and guiding people onto different paths, customers expect there to be a menu bar at the top of the page. So don't make life hard for them, put one there. Now I recommend no more than about six top level menu items. Any more starts to look too cluttered. And if you look at websites that I've built, yes, some of them might have more than six, but I use six as the, as the guiding number. And what you certainly don't want is for them to go on more than one line. If you need more to use more, then use drop-down menus under obvious headings. Now, it might not be the most artistic or clever way, but it does help your customers or potential customers to find what they want. But again, don't give them too much choice. If you've got a drop-down and then you're suddenly faced with 12 different items, that really doesn't help. And you can use the footer to add additional menu items. I always put things like terms and conditions and privacy policy there. So if people want them, they can find them. But certainly never ever use valuable menu space at the top on these. Not every single page on your website needs to be on the menu. Do remember that. So to wrap up, I challenge you to take a look at your website and indeed any other promotional material that you have and think about whether you are making it easy for visitors to find what they're looking for. If not, what can you do to help them? Then think about the information your target audience needs. Does everybody need the same information or do you need to direct them down different paths? I know, I know, this website building malarkey isn't just a case of writing what you want to say about your business. <laughs> it's really not that easy. But the key here, the key to anything with regard to marketing your business, is you need to think about it from the prospective client's point of view. And if you struggle with that, then think about getting the help of a professional to build or rebuild your website. And of course, if you'd like our help, we'd love to have a chat. You can email me at say hello at beyond the kitchen table, or you can contact me by direct message on Instagram. I'm at beyond the KT. And we're now taking bookings for 2023. 
So that's it for this week. Slightly shorter episode than than uh, many of the others, but I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you've got something out of it. And I'd love to know what you're going to do in terms of making sure the navigation of your website is improved. So please do drop me a line. Um, I'd love to know. And I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me, whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business, or scaling it. And see you next week. Bye.